0: You are listening to a Geek Network interview. Be sure to hit the follow button to get notified when a new episode is available. You can also visit us at geek-network.com for your guide to the geek entertainment news you love. Created for geeks, by geeks, and remember to always geek responsibly.
1: Welcome to a Geek Network interview. We have the very talented Rico Ferjardo here with us today. Woo!
0: Yo, 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 (laughs) yo.
1: Hey Rico, why don't you tell the fans a little bit
0: about yourself? Oh my goodness, where do we begin? Um, I was once a lad that had dreams of being an actor. And I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, actually, that that's a good place to start. I I uh when I was a young kid, I, I definitely grew up uh playing a lot of video games uh and and my first my first console technically was like the atari i had a new nintendo entertainment system that was my first like system that i got um and uh i, I also watched a bunch of anime growing up i didn't know i was going to be an actor until about high school and i, I took like uh, a bunch of different electives and um my acting teacher was like yeah you got you can uh, you can maybe do this thing so i went ahead and uh Went to community college, got my associates, transferred to UC Irvine, studying musical theater and acting. Uh, got my master's uh, MFA at SMU in Dallas, Texas. Um, so studying acting for a long time in theater. Uh, that is where I met my pal, Brina Palencia, who you might know as Mineta in My Hero Academia, among many other amazing things. Um, and she, we were on set for a movie called All the Wrong Friends, which you can watch on Amazon Prime. Spoilers, I die, uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she saw me playing guitar and singing, and she's like, "Do you ever want to maybe try auditioning for some anime? And I was like, sure. And that was the beginning of a, what is now a 12 year long journey of anime. So that is definitely the, the uh, Cliff Notes version of my career <laughs> of leading <laughs> to anime. But uh, yeah, man, I, I've been watching anime since I was a kid. Um, certainly been playing a ton of games and stuff as well. I consider it to be a big part of my, um, just kind of outlook out on the world and aesthetic um yeah yeah so that's that's i mean to be as as brief as i can but also i can easily dive into for hours just talking about any of this so please stop me
1: (laughs) (laughs) no dude please uh we love it so (laughs) that's awesome i feel like that's why we got along so well i mean uh who doesn't love video games and anime man that's (laughs) you know there are people there are
0: people that don't like video games and anime and i will say Uh, savages uh, savages i believe they're just (laughs) absolute savages yeah no i think uh there are folks i mean people always I've met a handful of folks who will say like that they have never played video games or they have never played anime. I'm like, but you've played board games at some point. And they're like, no, or, you know, like but there is at some point I am, I am a believer that at some point someone has some kind of art form that they've engaged with. And that is what, what feeds them. But for me, you guys, like I absolutely adore, you know, narrative based stuff, particularly ones where like you feel like you're in the driver's seat, like a video game or a JRPG. Yeah.
1: Oh dude. I'm 100% feel you there.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
1: now you've voiced uh, like so many fan favorite characters.
0: Do you have a particular favorite, and why is it Benny Maru? Oh man, <laughs> let me tell it's you. Amazing. The movie just <laughs> came out, you guys. The Slime movie came out, and it's so exciting because my buddy Jonas Scott plays my brother. Um, and family is so important to Benny Maru. I don't know if you guys know, but he's a he's a Kijin. He's a an ogre uh, character, but also a servant servant of a uh, Lord Rimaru. and he's bad. I'll leave this so you can believe that later. Bad ass. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, he's, he's a really great character um, and he's very soft-spoken. So as you guys probably know with, with voiceover, w- when a character is, is a strong silent type, it just means that I don't get to see him for several months. <laughs> I just come in and I make a <laughs> small like, sound or something. But uh, in the movie and particularly whenever it involves family, uh, Benny Maru is very, very outspoken. There's a lot to say and a lot to do and a lot of fighting to, to be involved in. So, man, I, I, I'm at a convention actually right now in Savannah, Georgia at a, an amazing, and I've, I've just signed more than a few Benny Maru things. He is a fan favorite. Uh, but if I had to be completely selfish about it, man, uh, and it is, it is a character also that I, when people ask what is my favorite role that I've played, it coincidentally is Kotaro Tatsumi from Zombie Land Saga because he is just a ball of energy and he is there's so much to him dude there's so many layers but he's eccentric and crazy and like apparently time traveling necromancer i don't even know dude uh, there's just so much <laughs> i don't know about the show uh i love mirio i love Benimaru. like isagi and blue lock is another like character i'm still just trying to wrap my head around but it, it's fun man it's it's fun to play just these off the wall characters that people enjoy
1: heck yeah we actually went and saw the movie too so we loved it man huge yeah
0: thanks you guys I appreciate you (laughs) um
1: what what would you say is the hardest character that you've had to voice
0: oh that's an interesting one um well I guess initially I probably want to say something that's been taxing vocally so I'll say I injured I don't know if you guys know this but I'm one of the few actors that have injured myself while working in the booth um I, I was working on a character named Jackal in fairy tale and um have you guys seen the show by chance you watch fairy tale yes. okay mm-hmm. so jackal is one of the few villains to spoilers perma kill a person and in this world full of magic that's pretty uncommon but uh while i was working on jackal he uh has the ability to transform into larger versions of himself and as he kind of starts to hulk out uh i was doing this voice which was very grumbly and gravelly and explodey um, and I was doing this thing uh, with my buddy, Tyler Walker. Uh, he's a, a rock musician. So he's like, oh yeah, Rico knows how to do this. He can take care of himself. Um, after we did some screaming, I turned into this bigger brutish character and I make him even bigger. I'm crazy. And then he goes like super saiyan level three, not actually, but then he transforms <laughs> again, you guys. And you can never really like, you know what I mean? I don't know how to prepare anyone to be like, oh, he transforms again. for the fourth time like what other voice are you gonna give him can you go even deeper can you give more texture what can you do anyway long story short too late i went to go do this yelling cue and i paused in the middle of it because i felt something in my throat like not snap but an uncomfortable feeling and i went hey tyler can you take a break and he's like yeah man so i stepped out and i literally had like blood in my throat Um, this, this, I would say is the most difficult character I had to play only in that is the one I got injured on. He's a delightful character, super fun. But the reason why I injured myself is because I was literally using my voice for close to close to, uh, 14 hours a day um I, I was teaching over at a community college, teaching acting. I was directing at night. I was doing outdoor theater. I was playing Romeo and Romeo and Juliet at Shakespeare uh, Dallas. And this is like 2016. Um, I had two lead roles over at Funimation at the time. In addition to supporting roles, I was just literally talking you guys the whole day, like the second I woke up to when I went to sleep. I was talking and or yelling and or shouting. And you guys, it's like a muscle, which means you can you can overuse it. And if you overuse it, you know things break so yeah i would say that for me that was the uh that was the breaking point i eventually they found out i had a what is called a hemorrhagic polyp it's a little kind of callus that builds up on your cords and uh yeah they they cut that sucker off it's the same thing that happened to adele because we're pretty much the same person as you know um, yeah but dude it was it was some crazy time so yeah i definitely say it was uh even though it's not really necessarily the hardest to portray now but at the time mm-hmm. it was the most difficult is a jackal from fairy tale
1: That is crazy, dude. I'm glad you're okay. (laughs) Um, So just recently, you know, when we went went to go see Benny Mario in theaters and everything, I was thinking, is it really hard and really different, like working on the
0: movie versus a show? Oh, not at all. I feel like it's very similar, only in that the only difference, I would say uh, the slime episodic, we get to come in, we get, you know, chances to kind of like uh, polish up the piece if sometimes you'll get new footage you know but typically with the movie um and I believe you can ask hopefully maybe to interview Cliff one day about this because Cliff Chapin directed me my buddy he plays Bakugo and My Hero he's many things uh sui and Dr. Stone um he was directing me in this movie and uh, I think he had like pre-vis images which is not typically the case you usually don't get to the pre animation you know of what's going to be done, but I believe they had to do that and i'm speaking a lot of my experience here, but I believe Cliff had said that he got some of that footage like pre drawn art so they could at least do the trailer. Um, So, but when it came to you know go time when we're watching the footage it is like final final footage beautiful music it's all already ready to go, um, and we are just the, be- the 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 gravy on top, you know so uh similar to i'd say episodic work but in episodes sometimes before the finished product before it goes to dvd or anything they'll go back and polish up some things you know what i mean which actually i think happens for movies as well but usually before it hits the theaters they try to make sure that it's like you know a plus ready to go um so unless it's something glaring that they missed you know one of benny morris horns or something they're like oh crap you <laughs> know i'm pretty sure i've seen some like beautiful anime that I've made it to theaters where I'm like, that person has two left hands. What just happened? <laughs> and then they fix it in the Blu-ray. But um, yeah, I would say not, not a terrible amount of difference. The only difference for me really was getting to play with uh, Jonah, which was delightful.
1: Awesome. Now I know Alba had a question about some of the prep work that you do. Uh, go ahead, Alba. Yeah, do it.
2: You mentioned that like, um...
1: You know, your voice is like a muscle that you have to practice with. Is there like a warm-up routine that you do? Um, oh, yeah. Have
0: to do voice Ab- Absolutely. Uh typically at the bare minimum. Well, first off, you always have to hydrate. First thing in your body should not be coffee, which recently I've been a bad, a bad actor in that regards. I've been drinking a lot of coffee, a lot of caffeine. Um, but hydration, sleep. Are the two biggest things is about the best warm-up you can do getting good rest and drinking a lot of water and then number three is a like a lip well for me i do lip trills which sounds like you know like just to kind of go through your range make sure there's no light hiccups in there i one of my favorite ones is a it's a this this sighing sound it sounds like marge simpson it's like uh but I'll do that over my, my, uh, my passaggio, which is, uh, the break in Italian. It's like between your head voice and your chest voice. So my head voice is up here. My chest voice is down here. I find right where you got the Mr. Simpson kind of voice break. And I'll just point it, phone it over that and go, uh, and I know it sounds kind of silly or it might sound kind of weird to y'all, but it is so good for your voice, especially if you just do a little bit of air over that. Um, so I'll do that in the morning. Um, if I have, enough time where i know it's gonna be very vocally demanding like i have i'm going between blue lock uh and um tomo is a girl right now i'm a leads in both of those shows and so i'm trying my best to stay keep my tone consistent and clear so i'll warm up in the morning and i'll play a lot of uh sam smith on piano some uh what is it oh what's a good one. Oh shoot shoot it's a uh, freaking oh my god elton john yeah elton john i'll play like a lot of these like singer songwritery kind of uh tunes that are more uh head voice sounding um everyone has their own musical artist i think that people like to sing along to in the shower i just do it behind the keyboard so i can kind of uh really get some good breath breath work involved um straw breathing's another one where you kind of kiss your lips forward and you go and you fill your belly low with breath before you phonate that's more of like that's like uh, taking snaps in football you have to do that over and over again so your body automatically does it because uh yeah there's nothing worse than I think breathing improperly because it sets up your instrument to be in a weird place. Anyway, I went to grad school for this. So I can, again, break totally like bore you guys to death with uh, the, the brain and the, and the way like your skull, you know, vibrates and all this stuff and your, and your bones and whatnot. But, but that's pretty much my warm up routine is a uh, rest, water, trilling my lips and playing some music. <laughs> awesome. Honestly.
2: Go ahead, Abel. I was just gonna say, uh,
1: we just started like a um an amateur choir and I was
2: unprepared for
0: all the um, warm-ups like the hee-hoos and the- Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the vowels. It's so there's the vowels are um, a e sometimes I. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah. Um, all the vowel shapes, uh, something I learned in acting class is a really beautiful note is all of the vowels are the heart of the word then all the consonants clarify it. So like if I were to say like, I love you, I would go, oh, it's really just these round open vowels without the consonants. But if you just use consonants and say, I love you, it's just love. <laughs> so obviously, like uh, you practice these things. It's like they do like, you know, you know, PTK, PTK, p-t-k all the kind of plosive sounds or the, ooh, what is it? It sounds like Miss Piggy. Like, that's a real, <laughs> that is a real exercise. You guys, I'm being real. Like, but all of it, like it, it shows where inside of your body you resonate with these vowels. And so it's built to kind of like help you remember where to phonate and how to breathe. And it sounds so basic, but really, you guys, like it's if you do it uh, enough, you're able to kind of have a better understanding of your instrument and consequently be more uh, daring, I guess I should say, in your acting choices because you know what you can do.
1: That makes total sense. You want to build up on that foundation. So totally get you. Um, mm-hmm. Now, would you say Blue Lock has taken center stage and it's very popular. It was already popular with the manga and now the anime is killing it. Uh, I know you started voicing Nisagi. Uh, we love the show as well. Like we're hooked on it. Uh, how does it feel being part of like the big sport anime? Were you already a soccer fan before this?
0: I do enjoy football. I love soccer. I enjoy it. Um, American and, you know, international football. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh, I've actually done quite a few sports anime. I play a character named Takaru in a in a running show slash free running show, which I take parkour, so I'm excited about called Stride, Prince of Stride. Uh, I play Hinomaru uh, Ushio in uh, a show called Hino Sumo, which again will teach you a lot about sumo wrestling. <laughs> I, I love that show. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, I play I play Ushio in that show. It's it's amazing. He actually sounds a lot like Jackal, a uh, little fiery fiery boy. Um, and then I play uh, Natsuya Kirishima in uh in Free, the swim show. Um, I play Leo Iglesia, the only American in um, uh, Yuri on Ice. Uh, there's a lot of sports shows that I've been involved, but certainly I would think uh, for Blue Lock, having a battle royale sports anime um, is, is pretty, pretty darn exciting, man. Uh, and particularly when it happened during World Cup uh, and Japan proceeded to just beat the snot out of Germany and Spain and they called them the Titan killers. And I was like, oh my God. And they must've realized, realized that Hajime Isayama who created Attack on Titan, uh, their, their, uh, their assistant created Blue Lock. So like a lot of the animation style is very similar uh, and not exactly, but you can tell, you just know when there are these very dramatic, angry moments where it punches in on the character, it feels like Titan. Some of these people like look like Titans when they, when they kick and, and you know, all the colors on their eyes. Are you caught up on the show, by the way?
1: Heck yeah. Well, I just need to watch today's episode. But other oh, than that- literally,
0: dude, I was just watching on my phone before you logged on. How funny. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm like full, full weeb. But yeah, man, it's really exciting, especially whenever I play a protagonist in a show. I like to make sure that I'm, I'm caught up in what's happening. That way I'm, you know, honoring all the choices and making sure that I'm doing the best of my work. But uh, it's really fun, man. It's really fun. It makes this uh, a Japanese soccer player, actually, who uh, made a blue lock post and was describing each player and what they do because they're like actual moves they each do and how to execute them. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm literally going to try to learn some of these dribbling techniques because they are hard, bro. <laughs> I want to go pull him off at like a pickup game. Yeah, freak, my, out, the, freak out the 12 year old.
1: <laughs> my my son is uh, in soccer right now. And yes. like after watching Blue, like, I'm just thinking, I was like, what if we do this as a strategy, guys? And he's like, sit down, Ned. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, man, it's really awesome seeing you in there. Uh, now, as, we're right in the middle of a very intense season six of My Hero Academia. Uh, yes Mario fans have been super happy to see you back in action oh yeah I
0: know that you read the manga um yeah were you pretty hyped for this return oh dude yeah I was sitting on this egg this Mario egg for like a year and a half dude for like it feels almost like it felt like forever uh (laughs) but now that we can actually talk about it it's really, really great. It feels like a weight is off my shoulders because uh, so many people who, you know, do not read the manga were approaching me and asking me, you know, like, do you think he gets his powers back? And I'm like, man, I have this rule that I just with my, my siblings, like i never spoil anything. It's always just like, we have so much, we, I think we're very fortunate to have so much content out right now. It's like, man, you know, let, let someone have the journey, have the experience, unless of course you're like, you know, I ain't gonna watch it. Just tell me, I wanna, I wanna experience what you're experiencing. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I was very excited. My friend, Lexi uh, Nieto, by the way, she plays Tomo and Tomo-chan is a girl. She's probably a bigger Mirio fan than me, <laughs> even though I play the character. And uh, when before the episode where he comes back, she was like trying to dodge it. because She's like, I have to watch it with you. Please let me watch it with you. And uh, so she watched it with me and I've you know, seen the F and I'm wa- I'm like watching her watch the episode. And like when the cloak billows past the screen after uh, he saves Vernon, uh played by my pal Lisa Ortiz. Uh, she like leapt up and like with tears in her eyes. <laughs> but then he goes away for a second, right? She's like, that's it. That's all you get. I was like, no, no, he's coming. He'll be back. <laughs> but to see how hype she got, man, it's it's really uh it's really special because I mean I enjoy the character so much as well. And I talk endlessly about him, as you probably know. But um yeah, there are people out there who are like, no, no, you you don't understand. He's he's like they really love Marianne. <laughs>
1: no man absolutely uh i know my wife is a huge mario fan she actually got the, that autograph from you uh with mario and so yeah. she doesn't read the manga but i do so she was always like man i'm so
0: sad he's you know he's gone and stuff and i was like
2: oh just keep watching Just
0: <laughs> see you were in the same boat i was i really talked about this I'm like tell her <laughs>
1: dude for real and the thing is like because because my daughter wanted to know so she was like just
0: tell me just tell me i was like fine but you can't tell mom <laughs> yeah see but that's how it works they don't they don't that keep secrets time. literally she could have you you play a dangerous game my friend that's like if someone's just passively walking by and i'm like what did you just say like people it's like you're scrolling on twitter or scrolling on wherever <laughs> instagram and you accidentally catch a glimpse of something you're like and your our brains work too fast dude like we got we almost spoiled on like Last of Us. Like in just a moment, you're like, well, guess I know what that is. I know what the is it? Was that a oh. bloater? Oh, yes. that's a guess that's a bloater. Guess they found a bloater. Yes, Spoilers. literally Spoilers. just came across that. <laughs> oh no, what have I done? I'm sorry. It's okay. If you're listening to this, you probably already saw it. I'm sure.
1: Oh yeah, they already saw it. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's it's so fun. And no, anytime we're gonna talk about anything spoiler related, like I check the halls, look both ways, close the door. And it's like they
0: can't. They can't. You said you said bitch though, right?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Go into outer space. <laughs> you get that Yes. Good. Uh, good. Good.
1: <laughs> now, no. So, as a gamer, I'm sure that you've noticed uh, that Mario has an undeniable resemblance to Fallout Boy's uh, Vault Boy. Oh yeah, so, Vault Boy. So, so who do you think would survive longer in a you know apocalyptic My Hero Academia
0: universe? Oh, between who? Like all the characters in my hero? Let's just say the characters in general. Oh, man. It's got to be, well... <sighs> okay. I played Fallout. I play all of them. I usually go intelligence build because whenever you level up a skill, if your int is really high, you get more stats. I, I'm like, I min-max everything. So this is a little metagaming. If you guys play Fallout, you know why I'm choosing this. <laughs> May Mei, Mei Hatsume. Do you remember who Mei Hatsume is? She's the support hero. She's the one that creates support items. Yep. I can totally see it. Dude, she would and not. She would have her own, like, her new, she'd have a New Vegas. She would own a whole thing because she is so good at creating items. Uh, she could make pure water. She could solve all the crises. She could become friends with the synths. She would, like, all the super mutants would be her friends because she would find ways to communicate. You know what I mean? Like, Mei Hatsume would thrive. She'd be They'd the backbone
1: out. for sure.
0: Oh, dude, like you would. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because uh, she can make anything out of anything. She's like, how many bottle caps you got? We about to cure your, all your rads. I don't know. You know <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, she's she. I would put all my all my caps on her, all my chips on her.
1: I 100% agree. That, that's a solid choice. What are you playing right now?
0: Uh, ironically, for like the fourth time, fifth time, I'm playing Hollow Knight. A uh, wonderful game by Team Cherry because they're supposed to be coming out with a Silk Song. They've teased that. Actually, ironically, my buddy Justin Briner and Felicia Angel, who uh, play Izuku Midoriya and uh, Toru Hagakure respectively, uh, Deku and Invisible Girl, um, adore this game as well. And we all have, we all just kind of started playing it again because we heard through the grapevine that the new game is coming. So we're trying to keep ourselves fresh. I played some Rocket League for with uh, Crunchyroll's Hime. Uh, we did some in, in spirit of blue lock. We did some, some, uh, some football, some car soccer, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was fun. And then, uh, man, I was playing overwatch. My, my pal Sally in On as a girl, she plays the support character, uh, I believe it's Kiriko. Um, she does the voice of uh, Sally in both English and Japanese, which is one of the few times that's ever been done. Uh, but she's also the support character in, in Overwatch 2. So if I get a chance, I'd love to hop back on there. Man, there's so many games, you guys. Like, my backlog grows. I'm in Fire Emblem, the new Fire Emblem Engage game. They're 100% uh, but, on my list. Oh, dude. I'm, I, started, I started playing that. Uh, and I play a character named Pandreo. He's a, a, a party party priest really cool please don't let him die you guys because he has the saddest voice line when he dies uh but please don't please don't let it please don't let that happen um <laughs> but yeah uh yeah man playing a few i've got I, i'm i feel like i'm really behind i i thrive on these days where i don't have anything to do because i will just sit and play a game the whole day or just catch up on shows Yeah, big I'm old super
1: curious about the voice line now like i kind of want to ask but i don't want anyone to get any spoilers. Uh
0: no dude i can't do it i
1: can't okay i'll, I'll have to ask you the recording you'll, you'll have yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. me yeah. after
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but man yeah no fire emblem one of my all-time favorite games so engage is definitely on my list i'm just super hooked on monster hunter right now oh uh, nice man yeah because they just re-released it on like for xbox and
0: stuff so oh my goodness uh,
1: yeah so just <laughs> spending all kinds of hours there
0: <laughs> that's but, uh my buddy uh i just saw uh uh birch he put he posted a picture of like his little furry cat friend because your little your what my is palico? it yeah you can make they look so cute because i have three cats and every time i see them i'm like ah that is why i play this game literally just to make my little guy look cooler and cuter
1: <laughs> <laughs> heck yeah and I, and I 100% named my palicos after my own cats as well i have yes two, so
0: <laughs> that's fantastic
1: yeah and and this one actually lets you bring dogs and everything too and I, so just all kinds of fun, man. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good to hear that you're a, you're a big time gamer as well. So I love that. Uh, I've, I've tried to tune into a couple of your Twitch streams. Um, I love how you interact with your fans. And you just bring them into the game. It feels like they're in there with you. So that, that's always fun.
0: Thanks, dude. Yeah, I tried to my buddy, uh, Aaron Dismuk, we were when we because I started streaming at like the top of the pandemic, because you know, what are you to do? But other than sit and play games, uh, and try not to go socially insane from not going outdoors. Uh, like I was there, uh, starting to stream and actually the first game I streamed was fallout, uh, ironically. Uh, and it was, I loaded a save where I had to choose between one of the factions and I was like, oh, now I remember why I stopped. Cause I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I was there with Aaron. And I remember he told me like, yeah, dude, you know, I got a lot of streamer friends that, that are successful in different ways. He's like, you just need to decide like, what is it? What is like the feeling you want in like your channel? And I was like, if I could have it my way, my, my dream would be just to be sitting on like a massive couch with like a bunch of friends playing a game, you know, passing, like, you know, like, you know, uh, siblings, we're just kind of hanging out, chilling, playing a game together. So that is, that is the energy I, I try my best to engender is just chilling on the couch playing a game. Um, yeah. Have you played It Takes Two? Yeah. It's been a minute though. It's good. We should try. <laughs> that one's great a way out's funny too i play with my buddy jordan dash cruz uh he uh <laughs> the opening sequence because you're going to jail right no spoilers it's like the first thing so if you it'll be fine anyway you go out there and like one player is like getting hosed down naked <laughs> <laughs> and then the other players like casually eating a sandwich or something like it was like wait this doesn't feel fair <laughs>
1: what, what is happening it's hilarious uh, that, that one's gonna be a, a series uh for it
0: too are you gonna audition for the role I mean, if it comes my way, dude, I audit, I'm, I am an actor. I will audition for whatever is coming out. But uh, yeah, right now it seems like most of my life is, is kind of just absorbed in in anime and video games right now, which I, I, you know, again, 12 year old Rico's like, you did it. You, you did. like never <laughs> thought we never thought we would have got here, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're inspiring all these other uh, kids to try to do the same thing, man. I mean, you're, wild, you're an idol. we love to watch you. Well, I appreciate you, dude, I, I I and the most humility of, like, I appreciate it, but I'm just happy to be playing games along with everyone else, and it's cool to be a part of it, you know?
1: Heck yeah. Well, we're totally down to game with you sometime, my friend. Uh, oh, um, she, You ready? We, we play all kinds of stuff.
0: Do you play a game called Gundam Evolution by chance? Dude, I just got that. It's free to play, and I'm voice pack, I think, numbers, if you just pick vo- male voice number, I think it's either, like, four or five. I'm the haughty Brit. So you'll hear me and I'll say, G, G G, unit, engage, G maneuver. Like if you pick that, uh, you'll, you'll get to play as my, my Gundam pilot.
1: (laughs) Dude. All right. I'll definitely check that out. I haven't downloaded on my Xbox, uh, ready to play. So I just haven't started it yet.
0: It is free to play for everyone. So, you know, and if everyone has a whole, uh, if you have a whole party you should have everyone just be my voice so we can all just be jerks <laughs> to each other because it's like i need healing it's like someone repair my Gundam. <laughs> just, i'm 100 really
1: kind of down me. but so <laughs> if we do a stream of it we'll need you to be in it
0: to throw them off even more like are we hearing the pilot on the game right now I could try. I know uh, Matt Mercer did that with, uh, with freaking Cassidy at one point. And that was fun, like on Overwatch. He was like, it's high noon. And everyone's like, ah, going for cover. And he's like, it's, it works. <laughs> oh, man. That yeah, would be insane. I don't play with open mic very much, but I would do it. I I'd do it for y'all. I do it for <laughs> uh,
1: the fans would love it, man. <laughs> uh, now, I know that you were in a, a horror movie before as well. Uh, do you do a lot of horror gaming as well?
0: Dude, the only game I play with my friends and it's, it's got a bunch of, uh, of uh, like DLC now. So I need to catch up. Phasmophobia, which is the ghost hunting game. It's not that scary. It can be, it can be very scary, but it's not that scary. If I play it in a uh, vibe, it's actually hilarious because in VR you can kind of do goofy things. Uh, but yeah, I was just talking about how my, uh, my pal, Kellen Goff, he plays Funtime time Freddy. Uh, one of his community members when we were streaming bought, five nights at freddy's for me um and i was like oh yeah sure i'll play it because they're like yeah let's watch you know voice actor for murio uh, go against you know voice actor for overhaul in F- five nights at freddy's dude i never all i watched a few streams but like this is just jump scares it's all jump scares and don't get me wrong I, i'm like i'm down to try but i'm just like every time i get ready to fire it up i'm like i would rather play another game than do that <laughs> maybe with friends Like if I put again, if you were like physically, like if you were there at my house and like, you know, we each took turns being scared, that's cool. But if I'm by myself and I got to go to bed, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to you all I'm going to turn off the computer and then my house is going to be really quiet. My cats will be making sounds. I'm like, there's something I'm guess i not sleeping. I guess I'm
1: not sleeping. That's right. (laughs) Dude, 100% with you. I I can't do horror games by myself, but I'll 100% play with my friends.
0: Man. Uh, there's one called uh gosh what was it my pal jeremy inman was the uh the lead in it it was a very difficult game very realistic it reminded me of pt uh, but it was not pt um what was it called shoot i can't remember um oh man well that sucks anyway it's a, a very realistic first person game a very tough you had to like find different orders to lay down items and and do things um but it was so like photorealistic that uh it was jarring man so when something like does pop out or something moves across the room it's like ooh, it's not made in unity the same way that like uh phasma was because phasma is like you know it's quote unquote real you're in like you know i mean like realistic setting but it's not real looking you play this other game and it's like uh it's not condemned Yeah, what the hell is it called anyway whatever uh it's it was tough i played it with uh with uh my friend ben phillips who's also a voice actor and uh actor uh, musician friend and we were laughing because jeremy inman he directs us in a lot of anime um he is uh oh gosh what is the name of the one dragon ball character with the with the orange poof of hair android uh oh man i'm blanking on all my friends stuff anyway 16 16 yeah oh and the name of the game was visage so if you guys played visage uh that's inman plays uh plays the lead in that you play as him technically uh but yes you also play as i guess technically android system (laughs) but uh there's a moment where like he is like drowning and like he he like is coughing up uh water and it just cracked me up because it's 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 just i love jeremy i've known him for so many years all you hear is i'm going like (laughs) it sounds like he's laughing but then i'm like it's supposed to be very dramatic I took a video of it. And I sent it to him. He's like, did you beat the game? I'm like, absolutely not. This game is way too effing hard. Um, but yeah. So that note for all you listeners out there, if, you're, if you ever want to play a very difficult, scary first person game, well, you'll probably lose a bunch. It's called Visage.
1: Oh, I think I'm going to pass. But thanks.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I respect it. I respect it.
1: <laughs> that's one of those things where i like, oh,
0: I'll, I'll just watch the clips, man. I don't think. I can Yes, that's what I did. That's, that's exactly what I did. I was like, I'm good. I watched it.
2: Yeah, I had to play some <laughs> Dead Space. There was too many
1: rattling pipes, and I couldn't.
0: Oh, Dead Space. Did you play the new one? Absolutely no. not. It's a bit chicken. Oh, y'all, that's the one we should play. We should stream that. Or is, mm-hmm. they did a remake of Goldeneye, right? We can play some old Goldeneye. Beep. Yeah. Music's so freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down
1: to play the Dead Space one, too, but um, I'm still going to make myself brave enough to do it
0: yeah yeah i I'll do it if someone like is there with me I'll play it now I'm not like and by the way, ch- uh, chats listeners out there uh i'm I'm not a complete you know wiener. I'll, I'll I'll play the game, but like on stream is the thing because I know like' it's people are just like, yes, he's gonna get scared. can't wait. I know it's coming. he's gonna get scared. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing literally chat will like load it up a lot of my ga- a lot of my uh my my twitch community are, are gamers as well and obviously have played w- like way more games than me and so they'll kind of soften the blow they will be like ariko oh, get ready and i'm like stop stop like get ready for what what are you talking about
2: you mentioned you have cat- like cats like multiples
1: like how yes. many do you have and what are their names
0: I have three cats. There is a Bell Bell. She's the mom. A little black cat. Uh, she has a tiny dry meow. So when she meows, you guys know what I'm talking about. She sticks out her tongue and she goes, hey. she sounds exactly like my friend, uh, Natalie Hoover. I love her. Uh, and then um, I have another cat. Uh, the two boys, her two boys. One is Rocky. Uh, Rocky the mild. He's very gentle. His claws are sharp as razors, but he rarely ever employs them. And he's very chunk. I don't know if it's his thyroid or what, but this cat is fat, and I love him. Um, but and they all get the same food, by the way. So I'm like, kind I don't know how this works. But uh, and then I have the, the the sweet boy. His name is Ali, and he is uh, he's the most talkative. He's the one that cuddles with you. Uh, he follows you everywhere. He'll jump on your back, you know, and like hang out on your head. He'll just be perched everywhere. Uh, he's the one that got sick recently, and I was like, oh no, is he gonna have to? I'm gonna have to put my my little my little guy down but it wound up we uh he he was able to make it out of it and so we still got ali so we got the the trifecta bell rocky and ali are they named Um, anything what's that
1: Uh, did you name them after like anything like is ali like the
0: the boxer so yeah ironically they're foster fails we were just going to foster uh them and then keep one of them but we wound up keeping the whole family so yes, uh, these are the names they came with. Belle uh, is, that's her name. And then Rocky is supposed to be like Rocky Balboa and Ali is supposed to be like Muhammad Ali. Although like, I named him like A-L-I, I put him on things, but then people thought it was like, ah, oh, yes, like Ali Ababa, like or Aladdin. And I'm like, no, but that's okay. So I, I his name oscillates between like Ali, O-L-L-I-E. He, uh, he just got, it was really sweet that when I took him to the vet and he has a little profile page on the vet like he's, he's fancy you guys you got like a chip i've never had a cat this fancy before I, I do all the things i grew up on the farm you guys we literally have cats that like we don't know what their names are they just show up you know what i mean but ollie's yeah. got his little picture on this this veterinarian website and he looks cute as hell and i'm like man this cat luxury <laughs>
1: All right, now, before I wrap everything up, uh, we have Joel who just joined us recently as well. And I know he has uh, at least a couple of questions he wanted to ask you. Yeah, please do.
2: You gotta unmute Joel. Sorry (laughs) about (laughs) that. (laughs) My bad, can you hear me? Yeah, okay, awesome. Um, Yeah, I, uh, I was thinking of some questions. I was like, you know what? um i'm sorry i'm not a huge gamer unfortunately for me all right i gotta
0: go i'm just playing no like
2: i try try, uh, so i the only console that i own is a is a switch and i can play switch like i can play the switch for the most part but like throughout like my teenage years going into my adult life like i just i can't i get motion sickness like really really fast with video and it's terrible i can ride roller coasters and everything but i I cannot do video games i I don't know why i could sit behind somebody for like less than five minutes i'll watch him play and i feel like throwing up (laughs) dang it's terrible it's terrible Mm -hmm. my brother go in circles every time because he knew that i'd be staring at the screen
0: oh he would do it on purpose that's messed up my friend uh joanna she she has a Motion sickness as well, but she can play VR just fine. If she has a VR headset, she doesn't get sick, which is wild to I, me because if I play VR for too long, I get way sick.
1: i tried playing an Attack on Titan game on VR and like it was going great. Oh my God. Until at one point, Alba decided to like shake my chair and I was staring at the top of the wall Ooh. and I, I, I damn near threw, threw up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my God, get away from
2: <laughs> me. So, I have a question uh, in regards to, like, anime. Um, When it comes to, I mean, like, the world of anime is, like, has, is changing. It it changes every year. I mean, it's, I mean, for the good, obviously. Like, there's a bunch of new shows that come out. There's a lot of shows that come back that make comebacks for the most part. Um, When it, how do you feel, like, I mean... How do I word it? Like, how do you feel about like old school like shows like returning, maybe shows that have that have taken like a long hiatus? Uh like like one that comes to mind to me is Trigon. You know, sure, it, sure, yeah. it's on for so for so long and now it's back and it's it's making a huge splash and everyone. A lot of people are excited for it. How do you feel when shows take a long hiatus like, like that and they come back? Like, do you feel like those type of shows can hit again those audiences that they used to hit in
0: the past? Oh, of course, man. I would say that, well, so generally in any kind of storytelling, like, you know, we do, we produce, I went to school for theater. We produce Shakespeare a lot. Uh, Not just because the stories are beautiful or because, uh, you know, they're royalty free. So literally we can do them without having to pay anyone, (laughs) But which is an important part, but because these stories uh, are relevant, you know, when we still talk about Othello uh, in issues of, of, uh, of power, jealousy and race, like those things apply today. You know what I mean? Romeo and juliet we talk about like love, issues of, of love and loss and and uh, you know, there, there's so many things that still apply to these stories. So I think personally to, to have something come back, it's obviously it's not gonna be the same exact story because it's never, it's not gonna be that. Um, as we've seen, we are in the kind of the age where I feel of like reboots. There's so many things that are coming back, or actually, this is a wonderful uh, tangential thing, because I was just talking about Last of Us, but things changing mediums, right? So like, we've seen people trying to do like, yeah, we're going to take Dragon Ball and make it a live action. And you're like, well, remember, one's animated, where you have a complete liberty to imagine things. And now you have something grounded in in a human body, Uh, versus say, Last of Us, which is it's a video game but it is trying to emulate filmic real life performances so when you make it real life performances it's it's like it's perfect right it, it feels right um there we are trying even just the attempt of that for me as an artist is exciting so even if it fails or it doesn't it doesn't you know take off um like the uh, cowboy bebop series i love cowboy bebop uh didn't watch the the series that came out Uh, but I heard, you know, like there, there were so many efforts trying to, to make it like the, the, the anime, but I'm like, guys, animation is a a very unique, um, medium, you know, and we're going to have Avatar, we're going to have all these like things that are come, think about this, going from video games to, to, to animation, uh, Castlevania, beautiful, beautiful work, right? Like I, I really, I don't know if you guys have seen Castlevania, but it's, it's dynamite. It's really, really good. Um, like to me when I think about Castlevania on Nintendo my first thing I was like yeah that was a fine game it was kind of silly a little bit when like you know playing on Super Nintendo and I hear Dracula say you know uh I was brought here by humans and I'm like what is this like you know uh, playing these games and thinking like it's all very macabre and spooky but then you see it animated and you're like this is amazing there's so much more to these stories that I didn't there's more that's revealed, you know? So, and I know you brought up Trigon specifically, which is, is great because Vash the Stampede's awesome. Johnny's great. Um, the opportunity to see them live again for people who have seen it originally, I think is really awesome. Uh, obviously people can get alienated from that because it'd be like, well, that's that's not the Vash I remember or whatever, you know, everyone's gonna have an opinion, but you guys, guys, all you gotta remember that art is on, only going to reflect yourself. So like if there's something you're like I I miss the original Cowboy Bebop or what have you you're like that's that's great because that's the that's that art that speaks to you at who you are in your life at this point in time um, and the great thing is though is that this new art that's being made is for the people of this time there are young people that don't never heard of Trigon. and now that it came out it's this is their chance to touch it and understand it you know um, so I do think overall it's it's very exciting and good as a you know. 30 something swiftly making it to my 40 something you know <laughs> age I think to myself man um I feel very uh honored to be a part of it but also like as a as a fan like man this is really cool what a time to have all of this stuff that like when I was growing up it was it was popular at least to three of my friends and I couldn't share it with anyone because i you know it wasn't cool or whatever but now it's cool <laughs> question mark <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah it's 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 really cool man it's really exciting yeah no 100 it's definitely
1: the cool thing now uh i know last week i watched the new episode of trigon and immediately i text my buddy uh just you know like oh this stuff is happening with wolfwood it's crazy to see it's awesome and he was like i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> and i forgot that he did not see the original show so it threw me off
0: <laughs> yep so that's I bet that's the thing man is it's like, you know, we art keeps evolving and changing to serve uh, to reflect things as we as new, you know, artists appear uh ages of, of humanity not to be too philosophical but really, you know what I mean. I'm glad we don't do uh, all the the Greek tragedies as much because that was a lot of sad stuff. <laughs> it's just people rolling <laughs> around and dying. And at some point they're like, maybe we should do something a little funny, make people laugh, like, ah, oh, yes, comedy. And so, you know, here we are uh, getting to share all these beautiful stories together that, um, you know, as much as I say, like, I love Ghost in the Shell. It's my all time favorite anime. When they made Standalone Complex, I was like, okay, okay, I'll keep watching. Animation's a little different, but it's cool, let's go. Um, but still hit all of the philosophical, you know, things in that show that I adore. Um, and then another one, like there's another more recent one where I'm like, ah, the animation's kind of making me not feel like this is what I've experienced. But you guys gotta remember it's not. It's a brand new piece. So like even though it's involving something you're familiar with, like um you kind of have to approach it with fresh eyes. At least maybe again, this is I went to art school for a while. So like that's how I have to look at it. But if you don't like it, then great, you know it's not for you. But if you do find something about it, it's like great, there's something in, in here that you know might be worth you exploring. So anyway
2: nice nice another question just to get like your point of view in this like um in the in in one of in the what is it, episode three of the last of us that we saw the the representation you know when it comes when it came to you know lgbtq uh to the community and there was a lot of people there was i want to say there was more good than bad uh like press with it and like of, you know, there was some backlash, and there was actually more, you no know, more good that it did. Uh, in your point of view, like, how do you feel that type of rep- representation, you know, you know, evolving? And how do you think, do you think that we could see something like that more often in animation style, where like the stories can be even more complex and be more serious and know people can relate to them even more because i feel like that's why i like anime because anime doesn't just have touch on serious tones but it also touches on comedy it makes you laugh it makes you sad and it gives you a serious tone it's more relatable how do you feel about that
0: man let me tell you uh i remember a time when you know people if uh and i say with with love to all my my Boomer, boomer generation you know pals that say you know, cartoons are for kids. I'm like, you don't understand animation as an art form, like is not, uh, it is an art form. You know, there are so many ways that you can, you can take in media, uh, the, the themes that are involved in, in so many of the shows, like, so for, uh, you, you brought up last of us, for instance, which by the way, that episode, episode three, I thought to myself, if you played the games, you know, about Bill and you know, what happens to Bill, you know, what happens to you know what happens across the board, I, so um, yeah. Please, I, you had a thought. Sorry, I thought you were saying something. No, 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 you're good. Sorry. Oh, not at all. Um, let's talk about Bill and like having uh, having this perspective where, yes, I know what's going to happen to this person. I know what's going to happen to this other person, and getting to watch as a, as a gamer who's played the game and watch this episode give me a gift. Uh, of peace and happiness and a life that you did not get to see happen in the game in a whole episode, which you then, if you play the game, it's still, I I'm so excited for my friends that haven't played the game that are now watching the show because it's so hype. Right. And they're going to go play the game later and be like, wait, what, what happened here? This is all different. Right. Um, but I've never, never in, in all my years, I've never had a game or I'm sorry, uh, uh a show modeled after a game elevate the gaming experience, and this totally did it for me. Uh, I think having representation, of course, matters. And if you play the game without spoiling too much for anyone who hasn't played the game, um, you know, Bill does r- refer uh, to to his partner Frank, which it is a little ambiguous. You're like your partner, and like your your friend, or your you know, like what do you mean? Uh, but I mean, if you play the game, you kind of know based on the read and how he's how he's saying it. Um, Mm -hmm. but I think in regards to animation, man, animation is like the ultimate freedom of expression. Like you don't have to be any of these things as an actor, man, I do on camera work. I was just saying this in a panel. I usually get cast as like cops, right. Or like, you know, maybe like a a gangster drug dealer guy uh, based on maybe my, my, my pigment and my skin tone and my ability to, to speak languages in a different way. You know what I mean? Like I, whatever it happens to be, that's what on camera says I am when I am, uh, Doing performance capture, I'm a six foot, you know, 200 pound male. I'm, I'm rolling around doing things. I'm gonna be, you know, uh, be used in a certain way in that art form. But with animation, like when I'm behind the microphone, man, I can literally be whatever. I can be whatever, and it's not even including all the things that you could do to a voice. Do you know what I mean? It's all up to the artist. The person with with the pen in hand can create anything, uh, and it's really, really exciting in that regard. Um, so I think that seeing representation in, um, whether it be, you know, LGBTQ, uh, plus everything, uh, yeah, that's the place for it. That is literally, I think, where a lot of things start is being illustrated and animated. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I could go to so many different ways about this, but I'll kind of bring it back home with, with the, the last of us uh, comment because yes, in, uh, for folks who were were, if there are any any naysaying about it, I'm like, well, you didn't play the game then. Or uh, maybe you didn't under, you don't understand the themes of this game because Neil Druckmann's a wonderful storyteller who's in charge of Last of Us. Um, there is so much, there's so much there. It's like a little, a little bit of peace that is given to you in a world where that does not happen very often. You guys remember the strawberry scene? When they just ate some strawberries. Yeah. Like the analogy of just growing something in the earth with someone you love and care about and like finding your finding your little garden finding your little piece in this world where there's so much i'm like you can't god there's just so much good in that episode uh and mind you a lot of people uh, i have friends who are uh, perhaps i would say being gentle more conservative and the observations would be uh well you know this wasn't it didn't really move the narrative forward or it didn't and i'm like thinking here going so i know I think I, you're trying to express to, to to me that you there was nothing for you here. And back to my earlier comment, if you're not able to connect or whatever whether it's your you know uh, religion POV, whatever gets in the way from you having this experience with the art, that's up to you. That is your perceptions that you hold that that keep you there, that keep you from engaging with the art. You know, uh, and that's okay. You don't have to you don't have to engage in the art in any way that you don't want to, but it will immediately reflect who you are and your perception on the world. Uh, Because to me, I mean, like, that's like, what a breath of fresh air to be able to see uh, someone like Bill, who is so like just an ass kicker, you know what I mean? But is so used to just being alone and taking care of himself and slowly open his heart up to someone uh, who cares about him too. And then, ugh, the ending, I mean, i know i'm just talking spoilers this whole time you guys but like it's it's beautifully done and for the people that have played the game you know exactly why
1: i bought that game three times ps3 ps1 ps5 man
0: <laughs> did you play uh what is the multiplayer is called uh not encampment or something but it's where you, you... did you play the multiplayer at all yeah dude uh on so
1: three and four i did i didn't on five
0: Oh my God, it's so good. So, so good. Um, it's a lot of fun. And it's super different too. Like it takes you on. It's a whole nother game. It's, it is. It is. it's a new cool um, beast. I like that you could kind of tech tree out stuff. Like for me, when I didn't realize that if you pressed in on L3, you would mark someone. So if I saw you, I could call out and go, he's over there. But if you do that, you get a little bit of supply. You get some cans, which then you can turn into bullets and, and whatever. So my build, dude, my favorite build was a scout crafter. So what I would do is when I would, when I would tag someone, I put all my points into tagging. So when I would call out, say a sniper, it would tag that person, show their silhouette behind the wall and tag everyone within 15 feet of that person. So if their whole team was grouped up, I literally tagged them all and I just got like 300 supply and I was just crafting Molotovs. And I'm like, dude, that's dude, it was, genius. Oh my God. But I, I was super weak. So if anyone came up and got the drop on me, like it's GG, you know what I mean? But, um, oh my god so much fun so much fun um anyway sorry i was kind of a hard segue from that beautiful beautiful uh
1: <laughs> sorry man you had me thinking about the game we've been talking ah, so much about the last time, so I was like, god, the that crap. was one yeah, of my favorite
2: I games oh <laughs> uh, that's uh there's no 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 problem with that and my last question is i will this is always something i mean i've always wondered um in animation, like what what goes into you get the role you audi- uh, you audition you get the role. What goes into building the perfect voice for the character? How do you know this is the voice for this character? I know it. I feel it. This is what I'm going to stick to. How many voices do you go through before you finally decide the perfect one?
0: Well, okay. So for audition, typically, I guess I could use Mirio as an example. Uh, a lot of it has to do. What I'd say in acting classes a lot is you know your work is always speaking for itself. And in this kind of medium, it's very important because if you had to say like, Oh, what, what are roles that would fit Rico Fajardo in this series, and you would probably use some adjectives to describe my voice, uh, different things that you feel I do well right? this is the same thing that goes through the director's minds so you know if they're if they're describing me and saying okay he plays like there's like he has like loud boisterous energy uh he has like you know maybe some some uh like heroic qualities to his voice he can also be like sinister or, or, or uh you know like like few from dragon Ball very like uh mischievous and and, and funny uh these are character things that uh, uh a director will consider before they even offer you the the chance to audition for the role and then it I mean it really is up to the director because they do the casting but it's it's a how voices play off of each other because certain voices sound in tandem when they go off of each other have a pleasing quality to the ear so uh, often it's who you work across from right Uh, sometimes there are there are with, with dubbing, we talk about our, our the you, the Japanese uh, voice actor, uh, whoever you are working across from, if there are similar vocal profiles that you fit. Uh, so this is all, by the way, the very like kind of nuts and bolts part of casting. Where like, uh, I was so flattered when I worked on Zombieland Saga, Mianu Mamoru, uh contestably the number one voice actor in Japan, uh, plays Kotaro Tatsumi. And when Jade Saxton cast me as as Kotro, uh, they were she was like, "Hey, just so you know, this is like a, a whale of a of an actor on the other side who's going to be doing some crazy stuff. Are you ready?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." Like I, I, it's one thing I have. I have a lot of energy and like eccentric choices and fun things I can do, so I, I feel confident. Fortunately, I feel like I've been doing a good job on that. But with there is a there is when you have uh, other characters where you know maybe i don't know it's a villain right something that i haven't played before um for me personally as an actor before i even audition i do i'll sometimes look up the say you. i'll see what kind of work they do what kind of energy they bring to the table uh i will phonate that's something i mentioned earlier about like you know with the warm-ups like where does the person phonate from whether it's more chest nasal heart you know like belly like where do they, where does their sound come from how do they treat different words uh just getting the specifics down of how they how they sound. Uh, because I personally like to have that. I don't, when I switch between English dub, Japanese, you know, sub Portuguese, sub, you know, Spanish dub or whatever it is. I want that voice to have a similar feeling. It doesn't have to sound the same, but I personally want to have a similar feeling. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I, that is the work that I like to do as an actor. I try to bring forward that resonance, Uh, And honestly, man, when you're in the booth and you've been cast, it's up to you and the director from moment to moment to make sure that you're honoring that sound. Because it might be some crazy sound, whatever. And like if I I go out of voice and I I start to sound a little different or say hurt myself in the booth, (laughs) it's up to the director to say, hey, we need to take a break. We need to stop. Uh, we need to find it again because it's up to the director to keep the the consistency of the piece. It's also up to the actor, but the actor is out there just trying to like swing for the fences, making these lines sound truthful and honest and, and, you know, filled with the energy that's needed. So that was a really long way to say it's the actor and the director (laughs) (laughs) that help that agree upon the sound for the voice.
1: Uh, We love the behind the scenes, man. So please be as detailed as you want.
0: Uh, but I, that's really I, cool. Yeah. I will literally talk it year off. I, I went to school for a long time, but this, and I I love to, to just chop it up, but obviously I, I know I can't keep you forever. So. <laughs>
1: um, but awesome, man. I know you're, you're going to be hitting a lot of cons and everything right now. Where can fans find you right now? Or for the next, you know, couple places that you're going to be visiting. I
0: was like right now I'm in Savannah, Georgia. I'm <laughs> an escape room tonight. No, uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm at uh, Savannah, Georgia. We're doing uh, an amazing over here. I've got a few shows kind of in the works. Uh, In a few weeks, I'll be over at Collecticon, Orlando, Orlando, Florida. Uh, May or may not be in New York, back in Texas, maybe West Coast. Uh, A lot of things cooking up, but it's hard to like say them until they're for sure. But yeah, if you ever get bored, y'all come on out uh, onto Twitch. It's just my name, Rico Fajardo, R-I-C-C-O, Fajardo, F-A-J-R-D-O. I'm streaming more frequently now. Uh, a lot of friends out there, hopefully maybe with, uh, actually your, your, your lovely podcaster friends who you who you have right here right now that you've been, <laughs> that are your lovely hosts. We all might play together. It'd be great to do some phasma or something. Um, but yeah, you guys, so yeah, Twitch, if you ever, I mostly just post cat videos and, and stuff on Instagram and, and I just started, just started using my TikTok legitimately. I just started using my TikTok for, uh, to, to, to post, uh, like convention announcements. But I like. I do not use TikTok. I'll like play guitar on TikTok sometimes, but that's it. So yeah, just look for my name, and if you ever want to hang out, I'm, I'm around.
1: I will definitely find you on stream, man. We'll chat it up. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely give us follows. Uh, we're we're excited to chill with you, man.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. I I do love me some games. That's not a, that is not an idle uh, an idle offer. I legitimately do.
2: And we appreciate you for being for being genuine, for being very relatable. When we met you, like your energy was just it was it, it was very it was incredibly positive. It was just it was just you're just a, a genuinely nice guy. And it's really hard to find, you know, actors that can still show that you know that they're that they're genuine, that they're humble and they're just nice people overall.
0: Well, from- I appreciate that. It probably is because I'm watching a lot of anime and playing a bunch of video games. <laughs> I, I, I mostly am just like following like my bliss. You stay relatable. We're still so, we're exactly like you. Man, I gotta like someone said that before. They were like, oh yeah, you're exactly like Muriel. I was like, oh boy, I wish. I need to get <laughs> to the gym, you guys.
1: No, nah, man, we met you. You're cut. So <laughs> wow,
0: I got work, brother.
1: I got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh man, he's Mirio in real life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. More CrossFit, anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, thank you so much for joining us. Um, this has been an interview with Geek Network. You can find us at geek network.com. Uh, we strongly support Rico. Please go watch the tons of shows that he works on and the tons of games he works on. Uh,
0: so keep an eye out for Rico and thank you so much. Go watch some Blue Lock and Tomochan is real. Is a, yeah, a girl. A... I said is real. She is real. Tomochan is a girl <laughs> and Blue Lock. Yeah.
2: list IO.